I'm not conceited. I'm convinced. Did he say venti mocha? No, he didn't. <laughs> okay. This is that other <laughs> intro that I used to do, but I stopped doing because my wife liked the venti mocha one so much. Oh, all right. Well, I'm Michael Hutchinson. Yeah, I got nothing. And you're listening to Convinced. You are. What's going on, man? Oh, well, I, I just got back from a trip hanging out with some can- kids with cancer. That always sounds like fun. Doesn't it? It was, it was a good time. Yeah. Uh, so many nice people in LA. Any, uh, so many nice people. In there LA. are like, you know, they, everyone's like, Ooh, LA, but you know, the stuff that, you know, you get comped and stuff like that. And you know, these kids are really well taken care of. So to me, it's pretty cool. There are a lot. So of nice you mean people. nice people in LA to, to terminally ill kids? Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, okay. There you go. I actually, I think that people in LA on the whole are pretty nice. I hear a lot of people shit on LA constantly. There are always people who aren't from LA but are living here and they bitch about LA traffic and LA drivers and LA attitudes and LA personalities and the LA way. And I'm like, why don't you fucking go home and then LA would be fine. That's right. There's one less car on the freeway. It's all you motherfuckers that come to my hometown and turn it to shit and then bitch about it being shit. I agree. I, I'm, I, on the other hand, thoroughly enjoy L.A. I like the fake people. I find that most people are really nice. I like the weirdos that we have in Hollywood. I love everything about Los Angeles. 405 traffic, not so much. But I have been on the road between Denver International Airport and Colorado Springs. And that makes our 405 look like a fucking cakewalk. That thing was just dog shit. So bitch about our traffic. There's traffic in other places. Now my bitch about L.A. would be uh, public transit. We really don't have very good public transport for how many people we have. Yeah. Uh, Which is why we have traffic. It could be a lot better. Um, we need more subway systems or something like that. The thing is, is we shouldn't have any subway system because we have earthquakes. We yeah. should have monorail systems. But they always said that that would be far more costly to build. To me, it doesn't seem like it would be because it's above ground. I don't, yeah, you, you don't never, have to dig all those holes. Never understood. Yeah, you don't have to dig holes. You don't have to be subterranean. Everything is above ground. Like, I have power lines that are strung in front of my house, which I hate. But I'm told it's the most efficient way to run power. Like, underground power lines are a pain in the ass. If the above ground power lines break, you can see it and yeah. repair it immediately. There's the problem. <laughs> the underground ones, you got to go searching. So why a subway is cheaper to build than a monorail system is beyond me. That I don't know. Yeah, no one can fall on the monorail tracks. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, true. You know, and then they have to be electric. Uh, they could be all magnetic. Well, magnetics is electric. That's how magnets work. Well, <laughs> it's electromagnets. True, but it's not but like it constantly running. You're, you're, yeah, you're not running you know, 50,000 volts constantly through it. So I agree. You know, one of these days when I'm president, we'll, we'll take care of that here in LA. You, Martin is vice president. He'll get rid of all the trucks because he hates trucks. Uh, semi-trucks? Yeah. A semi-trucks should not be allowed to ride on the roadways during rush hour traffic. Why? They have all fucking night to get cargo around and they have midday. Why do semis need to be on the road between like six and nine in the morning and three and five in the afternoon or three and six in the afternoon? It's fucking ridiculous. They shouldn't be allowed to be on the road. I agree. So I don't, I don't want to abolish them, but I you know going up on, on the five, there's always two lanes that trucks go on, which, mm-hmm. pl- you know, there's four lanes, two of them are trucks going 35 miles an hour. So mm-hmm. now everything is backed up. Yep. It seems like if you're going to go at that time in the morning or the afternoon, they should have one lane reserved just for trucks. They shouldn't have trucks on the road at all. Well, if they don't have trucks, then that's fine. Get your load, I, I got get that your load also. in between six o'clock, before 6 o'clock in the morning or pull over. Get the fuck off the freeway. 
That's right. You got to have your downtime, right? They're only allowed to drive for eight hours a time. Something like that. So, uh, Anyway, so you were with Cancer Kids. I was. And did yeah. anybody die over the week? <laughs> no. <laughs> anybody get really sick and end up in the hospital? Did uh, no, we did not do any hospital runs this time. We did have uh, one girl who was was sick. You know, and they're, you know, the stuff they go through, like uh, we were on City Walk or whatever, and we're eating lunch. She, one of the girls, she's eating and, you know, ends up throwing up like her salad back into their food. She's like, oh, I guess I need to go back to the hotel now because my stomach's feeling good. On the way back, she's like, can I get a Starbucks? Like, you know, throwing up is just like a normal thing for him. It's just like, oh, right. yeah. Okay, I'm done with that. So, so get- what, sitting at the table in front of uh, her food, she threw back up in her plate? Yeah, she just threw it back up in her plate. Oh, my God. What's that like for everybody else around her? These are kids who deal with cancer all the time, and they're like, hmm. No, I'm talking about like the normies. Like, <laughs> luckily, there weren't a lot of people around. <laughs> like, I would just be like screaming, like, "What's wrong with you? I have cancer!" Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, but anyway, yeah, so, uh, that was it. There's no hospital runs this time, so that was good. Yeah, we did the LAPD does this big thing for them. They get on the roof of the Sheraton, and they have all these cop cars, and they make them honorary cops. Moose is there. They have a flyby for the helicopter, and they get all the kids in the cars and run them down Hollywood Boulevard and Sunset mm-hmm. with full lights and sirens. Oh, cool! That's uh, they do that for the Sunshine Kids and for the president. Those are the only two people who get that treatment. Wow, that's pretty impressive. They take them down to the studio where they, you know, they see major crimes, right. set of major crimes, mm-hmm. uh, and then the police chief comes down and he hangs out, talks to every single kid. And, you know, the major crimes police chief or the real police? The chief? real police chief. <laughs> <laughs> Onto the set of major crimes, or uh, well, he—I I don't know if he actually went to the set. He was in the area where all the tables were for, for us to have lunch. Mm. Uh, but super nice guy, you know, talks to everybody. He's not like oh, this publicity thing. Let's get this over with, and I'm done. He right. made sure he talked to every single kid. Hey, where are you from? Sets down, eats lunch with them. It wasn't like he's trying to rush. I cool. think that's pretty cool. Cause I, I imagine he's probably one of the hardest people in Hollywood, or sorry, in LA to get a hold of. I no idea. He's pretty busy with you know. All the police stuff going on in Los Angeles. <laughs> One would think, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, then the, you know, the highlight for the kids were the Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually got to go. It was a script read. So it was them, oh, going, wow. so it was them going in their actual location, so the couch or wherever. Um, but it's just them reading the scripts. So they weren't in makeup. There was no monitors going on. And there was 41 people that followed them. So I don't know if that's writers, producers. So as they're doing one thing in, in, in one uh, scene... They have all these people, and then they stop, and they're like, okay, what's the notes on that? Everyone gives notes. Then they move on over to the next, you know, in front of the elevator. So they were blocking it. They were, they were moving it wasn't, around. It wasn't blocking. It was just going over the lines. Like, it seemed like they knew exactly what they were doing blocking-wise. Because okay. it wasn't like, okay, you need to be here. Let's get the light there. It wasn't anything like that. It was like, okay, uh, it was just a rehearsal. But they, they were going, if they were in uh, What's-Her-Face's apartment, they would go in there and read their lines mm-hmm. if they were in their living And do whatever it is they were going to be doing, you know, if you okay. need to be looking at a book or playing with something. Or, okay. They have a studio audience. You guys were able to sit in bleachers? They do have, yeah. They're a stu- every taping is a studio audience. But we got to see the actual read, but no one's allowed that, to. I didn't think that that was uh, shot in front of a live studio audience. It is, and apparently it's really hard to get tickets. Hmm. They're saying there's like six month wait to get on there. Wouldn't surprise it, I, me. It's, it's like the number, number one, one show. show yeah. yeah, number one show on TV. Cast and crew were awesome. The director was making sure because you know there's several different. You know, it's, it's not just one apartment. Obviously, it's like mm-hmm. broke off into her apartment or the girls' what Penny's apartment. Yeah, and, Penny. you know, there's the 
the elevator, and then there's Sheldon's and uh, Leonard's apartment, and mm-hmm. then next to that was the Indian guy. I forgot his name. Rajesh. And his apartment. Anyway, every time they're going somewhere, the director is making sure everyone was out of the line of so everyone, could, all the kids could see exactly what was going on at the time, oh, cool. which was pretty cool. Like you know, just yelling at people. How many kids the, did you have? We had twenty-seven kids. Cool, mainly from the East Coast. You got to take your picture in Sheldon's seat on the couch. I, I did, and apparently, <laughs> I didn't realize that was his because I don't watch the show. And I just, you know, I'm like, hey, get a picture of me because I know they sit on the couch a lot. And then I posted that photo of me on the couch, and everyone's like, hey, that's Sheldon's spot. You can't sit there. Right. It's a better cross breeze or something like that. Right. Like, okay. It's the optimal <laughs> spot in the living room. That's, Sheldon, that's where Sheldon sits. Yeah, well, that I didn't realize. But the cast was wonderful, so the kids came out and uh, hung out with them until the kids were ready to go. Did you chat with any of the cast? I didn't. That's mainly for the kids at this point. At the Christmas party, what's her name? Blossom goes to that one, so I've talked to her before. But Blossom? Yeah, the girl who played Blossom. She's uh, the wife. Can't think of her name. Whose wife? Uh, <laughs> I don't watch the show. Blossom is on the show? Yes, Blossom is on the show. Oh, get the fuck out. <laughs> yes, Blossom. You're, you're an avid watcher and you didn't know Blossom was on the show? I didn't know that was Blossom. Yeah, I can't, oh. I, and I can't remember her name. But like I said, they're all just super nice kid, uh, people. Sorry, not kids. It's got to be Amy Farrah Fowler. The, the kind of goofy, geeky girl. Not Penny. Are you, are you Googling it? I'm oh, my do- God. I didn't realize that Amy, uh, her name is Blossom. Uh, <laughs> Mayim Billick. She plays Sheldon's girlfriend, otherwise known as Amy Farrah Fowler. See? Blossom. Wow. I didn't know that that's who that was. I always wondered where they found her. It's like, <laughs> hey, she's a pretty good actress. Where'd they find her? Oh, yeah. She had her own TV show. That's right. Wow. All right, so Blossom goes to what? How do you, you've met Blossom where? Uh, she goes to the or, um, Christmas parties. Or Mayim, M-A-Y-I-M, Mayim, Blossom. So yeah, you know, they, they have Disneyland, they get the star treatment. They have these, uh, what they call the rock star passes. So there's no waiting in line for anything. They get to bypass everybody? Yes. And wow. they get to go, it's not like you have to wait. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm here. I get the next car. So that's, that's pretty cool also. So, yeah. you know, we get there at like 11 o'clock in the morning. We're done by five and everyone got to ride everything they wanted to ride, except for everything that's closed right now because of the switchover for Halloween, oh. the Jack Skeleton, all that kind of stuff. So Haunted House is closed. Haunted House was closed. Um, Pirates is closed. No, Pirates was open because oh, okay. they don't do much in that. Let's see. What was the other? Oh, Space Mountain. Space Mountain was closed, mm. which I don't know why. I mean, they changed the lights in that. I can't imagine them not being able to do that at nighttime. I've never seen it for Halloween. I have no idea. I haven't either, but apparently there's things that fly up. And well, You've seen Space Mountain. They have the, the lights and the stars and all that and the planets. Uh-huh. Anyway, so they, they do all that. Uh, Big Thunder Mountain is closed for whatever reason. Not for that. It was some kind of OSHA thing, I think. Yeah, Big Thunder Mountain and Matterhorn are always closed for some reason. <laughs> That's true. Matterhorn is, was open, oh. uh, but the kids wanted to spend more time in California Adventure because they have the California Scream in it. Uh, that new Cars ride is just awesome. I know you haven't been. I haven't been. I have no idea. Uh, so yeah, uh, you know, we did the beach. It's amazing to see the kids who you know have never seen the beach and see what it's like. And They're that, from the East Coast. There's a beach over there. Well, not all of them are from the East Coast, though. Oh, okay. We do have yes, yeah, some from the East Coast. Okay, but not all of them are from the East. They Coast. They were impressed by the beach. They were impressed by the beach. Which oh, beach oh, did yeah. you go to? Uh, we go to Paradise Cove, the private beach uh, in Malibu. It? It's a Malibu. It's a private beach. Oh, okay. You pay like know, ten dollars a car to get in. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So it's not so private if everybody can pay $10. 
Well, but it's you know it's well kept up. It's it's just a nicer beach. You don't have all the people there. Okay, it is really nice. There's a restaurant there, and they eat the restaurant. Can order anything they want. Yeah, it's cool. pretty cool. Uh, Universal Studios kids were not impressed with that. However, I was really impressed with the uh, Transformers. Uh, if you've ever been to the, if you've been on the Transformer thing, uh, no, but it took over for where the Simpsons was, right? No, Simpsons is still there. It took over Backdraft because who the hell remembers Backdraft? Oh, okay. So you, yeah, I haven't seen it. Is so it is it was it like Backdraft where you watch something being displayed in front of you or is no? It like a it's, ride? it's now a ride. It's kind of like the Simpsons meets Indiana Jones because have you been on the Simpsons ride? Yeah. Okay, it's it's pretty much the same thing where you're. It looks like you're moving around. Uh-huh. Only this one, you do move around to like different screens because Simpsons is like one huge giant screen everyone right. watches. This one, it kind of moves from screen to screen mm-hmm. and has different scenes in these screens. Oh, okay. So, do it, you fall? Uh, yeah, you fall around, and yeah, mm-hmm. you know, your whole car moves, but it's just all uh, what's it called the simulation stuff. Yeah, Harry Potter is like that. You're dangling from like an arm that brings you into a room with a screen, and you move around, and then it retracts and brings you into another room, and pretty weird. So mm-hmm. you're, it is a coaster or something like that, along with yeah. yeah it's not necessarily a simulator, but it's not a coaster either. It's right. A, but, uh, I thought that was awesome. But the coolest thing is they have the Transformers come out to this, you know, meet the people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen those things, but they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're in these costumes and they're talking to every. They look like the real Transformers. Mm-hmm. And then they're, you know, talking and, and joking with the actual audience who are there. Mm-hmm. Those things are pretty awesome. Like, that'd be awesome to have for Halloween, one of those costumes. You want to be a Transformer <laughs> as opposed to a sock? One of the, well, sock monkey is pretty cool. <laughs> But if I get one of those Transformer costumes, that would be awesome. See if you could trade the Transformer for the sock. Hmm. Maybe they really want to be a sock. That's <laughs> I have a Transformer every year. I really want to be a sock monkey. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, you know, going through LA, there's I didn't see so many weirdos. A lot of the kids, you know, you get on to Hollywood Boulevard, and they're like, "This is Hollywood Boulevard." <laughs> <laughs> right. Not as glamorous as everyone seems to think it is. No, not at all. And used to be so much worse. It did. It's way more glamorous now and, <laughs> and glitzy than it ever used to be. Ah, right? uh, yeah, but you know, we got good uh, homeless people dancing, which is always interesting. Right. Um, no naked person this year. One year we were doing the Starline tours, and you know they get off on the. It wasn't actually Hollywood. It was uh, the Rock of Fame at the um, Guitar Center. It's Rock of Fame. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. there's a naked guy. Well, he was wearing this really short skirt laying down. Every time he'd roll over as we were, people were trying to get mm. him to move, he'd make sure he flashed everybody. Nice. And the kids, you know, top story of the bus looking down at him. <laughs> oh, were you on one of those uh, <laughs> tourist buses? Yeah, it's a tour bus. Where they, uh, they take you through to the movie stars' homes? Uh, no, this one doesn't go through the homes. Mm. It just goes through different landmarks mm. throughout Los Angeles. Cool. And different. This is where this studio is, and this is where this studio is. Right. And they make up their own facts. Yep. You know, what was it? The first year we did it, they talked about there's a house on the hill and it was MC Hammers and it was worth a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the house isn't worth a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And all those, those tours are not correct. At no, all. they just make it up as they go. There's like, you know, 10 houses that are correct. That is the Playboy <laughs> Mansion. That was Marilyn Monroe's home. But yeah, the others are just, yeah. Yep. Yeah, no one can make up about this because no one's going to know, right? No one is going to know. I'll just make up some story and say this is the way it is. Uh, But anyway, it was a good time. You know, it's always sad. Uh, One of the coolest things that I taken kids to the airport yesterday, you know, they're here for a week. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the coolest things I heard in my van was, you know, can I make a make a wish to do another Sunshine Kid trip? Which to me is pretty cool. Because make a wish, you can forget pretty much anything you want. And 
What right. do they want more Another than anything? Sunshine kid. Yeah. So to me, that was pretty cool. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's what I've been doing right on all week. Yeah, so sunshinekids.org. Check them out. Donate. What else going on? Uh, what else have been going on? What have I been up to? I haven't Our, been getting drunk lately. You haven't? I haven't. I know. Crazy, Why? right? I, I know. I, I guess kids with cancer, I guess I kind of. Oh, just because of the past <laughs> week you've been with kids with cancer. That's the only reason. That's not the only reason. I'm not an alcoholic. I yeah, swear. Sure. So com, our entry, we didn't win. Damn we it. We in, let's see, eighth place out of out of 19 people. So top 50%. Top that's 50%. good. Uh, we got 27 votes. Woohoo. The winner got 248 votes, so nearly 10 times us. Oh. Second place, 212 votes. Third place, 69 votes. So really, we only needed like another 35 or so votes to be in the money. But this... Uh, Damn our friends. This Losers. Is, this is not based on the quality of your podcast. This is simply based on how many votes you can actually get. How many friends you got. How many friends you got. How, many, how much traffic you can send to Indie.com. That's essentially what they're doing is buying traffic for $800 a contest. Yeah, but there's a lot of different contests on there, though. Yeah, so they're spending a decent amount of money each month to try and get eyeballs on them, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, These people who are getting, you know, 200 people over there to vote, if they're watching a few things, then eventually that's going to create an audience for Indie.com. That is true. Uh, Interestingly, though, I want to point out, in that podcast, I made fun of Justin Canoe's uh, shitty writing career. His podcast was in last place with four <laughs> votes. <laughs> so I was right. See that? I picked him. I knew who was shit. You can pick the loser. I picked that loser right out, man. And we beat him by at least five times. What? Five, yes. Five times four is 20. So like six times we kicked his ass. What do you got? You reading something? Over yeah, there? well, I was going to go. Uh, you keep going. I was I was just looking over uh, uh, things you buy and never use because I you always know, think about it. But whatever reason, there's a bread maker at the house. Never use the bread maker. But, you know, it's one of those things you got to have. You have a bread maker? Yeah, we have a bread maker. I don't have a bread maker. Actually, you know what? I think we're on a second bread maker. But you didn't use the first one, so you bought a second I think we one? used it once, and then Carrie decided she wanted to do it again or something like that. So I think we ended up buying a second bread maker, but I don't think that one's ever come out. When I need bread, I go to the supermarket. Exactly. So yeah. much easier. Oh, but it's homemade and it's fresh and we don't it's have, warm. We don't I have can put it in a microwave maker. or a toaster and it's warm. We don't have an ice cream maker. <laughs> we don't have a, a rice cooker. We, we call that a dish in the microwave. Yeah, we don't have a rice cooker either. We don't have a popcorn machine. We call that a bag in the microwave. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, well, I guess, I was going to say a lot of people don't have those anymore, but I guess they still do. Yeah, have they, them. I mean, they sell them around Christmas. You can always buy them. They're fucking mad. They're paying the ass to maintain or messy so my wife complained that i snore really loud it's her she just she bitch she she would wake me up and would just fucking complain about my snoring to which i was like i didn't believe her i was like there's no way that i snore that much i mean come on just fucking roll over or put a pillow over your head or whatever i mean it can't be that bad so i said all right the next time that i snore take the iphone and put it to my nose and record it <laughs> To which she did. <laughs> do you happen to have that by any chance? I do. <laughs> this is no joke. Now, how, how long did she have this on you? Um, I don't know. She recorded it for a good 30 seconds. <laughs> nice. This is what it's like to sleep with me. <laughs> 
<laughs> it just cracked me up. I felt so bad for her. <laughs> I felt so bad for her. I went and I bought her earplugs, <laughs> which she wears now. That's it. <laughs> and then in between this, apparently, the sleep apnea, I will stop breathing. Uh, no, that's no good. No, that's not. I'll stop. And that freaks her out, too, because then she thinks that I'm dead. And then the snore comes back. Right. He's alive again. So I asked your wife to record you when you were snoring. <laughs> after, after a night of drinking, I believe, is what it, when it was, yes. So... <laughs> Not so bad. Her recording's not as as good as yours. I guess she didn't get it that close. I don't think that's at the... Well, it's certainly not as bad as mine. There's a point where you have sort of a snort. Uh, Oh, was that fart? I think (laughs) I farted. (laughs) What the hell was that? That's the dog. And then I guess you've stopped breathing. Nah, I'm back. There we go. (laughs) There we go. It's hit it now. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> she complained. What's worse, uh, you know, constant snoring or uh, intermittent snoring? Because apparently you get quiet and then you get loud. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, it is. Got <laughs> okay, eight something there. <laughs> uh, so I should buy her some earplugs? Is that what you're saying? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Does I actually keep a pair of earplugs by my bed that I use every once in a while. Because she snores? Yes. Um, so this is what it would sound like if you and I were gay. <laughs> this, this Who wouldn't would be, want to be in that room? That'd be awesome. <laughs> this would be our love bed each night. <laughs> so yeah, it's a snoring. <clears throat> awesome. Uh, you, So Carrie will snore? Yeah, she snores. Oh, like Deanna doesn't? No, not like that. No, nothing that would keep me awake. Deanna grinds her teeth, has a problem grinding her teeth, but even that doesn't keep me awake. But uh, well, it shouldn't make it be that loud for you. It should be annoying for her. But like, does that grinding really... Well, it doesn't keep her awake because she does it when she's asleep. Well, yeah, but would it bother... Would, would that grinding actually... Would you hear it? Like, you're she like, said... Ah, like nails on a chalkboard? Her brother, when she was really little, because uh, I guess she's ground her teeth her entire life, when she was really little, her brother would get mad at her and come in and shove his finger in her mouth to, <laughs> to stop grinding, to open up her mouth and stop grinding. And he would yell at her. So up until like just a few months or weeks ago, I don't even I don't think it's been a month, we paid $480 for her to get a mouth guard. Oh, yeah. So she would no longer grind her teeth. Or bruxism? Is that what it is? Bruxism? I don't know. I think they, that's what it's called. They took molds of her teeth and made a mouth guard. And two days ago, Tika ate that mouth guard. Ah, yes. So $480 <laughs> gone. Which I shouldn't even say $480 gone. Well, I guess so. It's not like... We're not going to replace it. I mean, she got it for her health, so she doesn't grind her teeth. So now she's going to have a thousand dollar mouth guard. Well, do they have to do all this stuff again? They don't keep. I don't the... know. She, Tika just ate it like two days ago, so we haven't found. <laughs> I haven't paid the four hundred eighty bucks for the mouth guard yet. I just got billed for it. And where was it? Did you have a conversation with Deanna about where she leaves it? Where she left the mouth guard? Yeah. She left it on her side of the bed. She says she put it back into its case. But here's the thing: we have baby gates up around the house. So Tika, you know, she's only eight months old and there's things that she just needs to learn as a puppy. So I've told Deanna that the gates need to stay up to keep her out of these rooms so we can keep her. I mean, she's got the living room, dining room, the kitchen. She's got a big area to run in. 
but to keep her in an area that A, doesn't have carpet, and B, that we can keep track of her. So Deanna jumped in the shower, and then the dog, I guess, got up onto her nightstand, knocked it down, apparently opened up the case, took the mouth guard out, closed the case, <laughs> and chewed on the mouth guard. That's Deanna's story. I'm pretty sure the mouth guard was probably left on top of the case, but <laughs> Deanna says that she wouldn't have done that. But my really confusing thing, I was like, how did the dog get in there past the baby gate? Just like, I didn't put the baby gate up. I'm like, why wouldn't you do that? I thought the purpose of putting it at the baby gate was for when we couldn't watch the dog. You were in the shower. Clearly, you couldn't watch the dog. But Deanna's always like, she's been doing so good lately that I thought it wouldn't be a big deal. I'm like, she's a puppy. Doing good for two weeks is not a track record of doing good. Doing good for three months is a track record of doing good. She's, you know, she has to learn over a longer period. She just doesn't learn in a few days. So, 500 bucks, another mouth guard. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Dogs get expensive. We have the uh, molds, so we'll see. It was, I, I'll find out if they can just make another one from it, and maybe it's only 200 bucks. Can't know. just go off to, like, Sports Chile and get one of those mouth guards for football players and uh, <laughs> put it in the hot water, then you bite down on it, and, and it forms. This is what her father said. <laughs> She was telling her mom that Tika ate her $500 mouth guard, and her dad's like, why wouldn't you just go to a sports store and spend $30 on a, a football mouth guard? <laughs> Which I'm like, really? We spent 480 bucks, and you could have done this with a $30 item from a sports yeah, store? Yeah, you, you put it in water, you boil it, it gets soft, you put it in your mouth, and then it forms to your teeth. And there you go. I don't I don't really know what to say to you. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't do any research. We just got a mouth guard for it. Yeah, you know, as big as you are into sports, I would have figured you knew about yeah, mouth guards. I don't even know why. I don't know what the fuck it does. I don't know why you would sleep with this thing. I don't know. Why does she grind her teeth to begin with? Just stop grinding your fucking teeth. <laughs> Problem solved. That's all you have to do. I don't grind my teeth. I don't understand. Not yeah, I don't either. And she grinds it apparently because of stress. Like, what do you have to fucking be stressed about? Your life is cake. <laughs> That's right. You have a place to live. You you're have not, a job. You're not wearing a fucking you're skirt. You're animals all day, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> wearing a skirt naked in front of Guitar Center. <laughs> like, <laughs> life is good. So anyway. Yeah, well, God love the dogs. Yeah. Let's talk about the Fantasy Slut League. Ah, we're back on Fantasy Slut League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing some script thinking, and I was thinking about uh, the Fantasy Slut League and Maybe doing something either as part of another script or a script all on its own, a story that kind of revolves around that. So I started reading up on uh, the Fantasy Slut League that had happened at the California School Petamont High School, I think is what it was, which is kind of funny because it sounds like pedophile. <laughs> pedophile High School. A bunch of underage kids in the Fantasy Slut League or Fantasy Sex League. Did it give the breakdown of how it is? I know we discussed it once before, but was, I don't remember how the... I read a lot of stuff, and it was very difficult for me to figure out what it was. And actually, it was one thing. At, at some point, I was going to text you or email you to be like, hey, in between teaching those kids a thing or two, will you figure out how the fantasy slot league works? <laughs> what I figured out was that guys got together. They did not pick other guys. They picked girls as their players. And it was those girls who did things with various guys, that was where they would score points. The girls, many of them knew that they were part of the Fantasy Slut League, that they were on the, the rosters. So you couldn't pick a girl and score points by doing something with her yourself. So 
Whatever. If it was, uh, but how do you know she really did something? Well, they would tally it up based on like what guys would talk about in the locker room or what obviously just became, you knew, I mean, very There's few a people. lot of rumors in high school about things. Yeah, that's true. So, I, I mean, there was no, according to what I read about the Fantasy Slut League, there was no photographic evidence. Let's be honest here. I mean, the kids weren't fucking running a Vegas ring, you know, fantasy football ring here. I mean, there was no real money. They didn't have a true website. They did have a uh, Facebook page, but, I mean, they really hadn't worked out all the kinks here. It was just something that they kind of joked around and played with, I think. So anyway, you would pick a girl, and if, I don't know, let's say kissing was worth one point, uh, you couldn't kiss her. It had to be someone else who kissed her, which is kind of cool in that I guess the strategy would then be to try and hook her up with your buddy. And then however far your buddy got with her, then you would know what had happened. I mean, unless he's lying to you. And that would score you your various points. So, But if your buddy was in the league also... He, would he want to do anything with her? Well, sure, but that's the catch-22. But let's, <laughs> let's see here. Would you rather have anal or win a game? Hmm. <laughs> would you rather get a blowjob oh, or win yeah. a game? <laughs> so, Especially at that age, yes. Right. So I, I, even though you're part of the fantasy, you may have team players yourself. I think what's going on in the room still outweighs. Yeah, three points down or I can have a blowjob. Right. Yeah. I'll take the tie this week. In fantasy football, you have a quarterback. Yes. Give me a name of a quarterback. Uh, I have Kaepernick. Okay, you have Kaepernick. In your league, no one else can have Kaepernick, no. right? Yeah, okay. So it's just like when the teams are actually choosing their players they're, during the draft, you're drafting players in whatever predetermined order yourselves, right? Yes. And no one else can draft. Once a player's been drafted, yeah. They he's be, gone. They're on he's your off team the block. And that's it. Yeah. But you can trade. Yes. You can trade like you can end up with two quarterbacks, right? I can actually have two right now. So you could trade two quarterbacks for a linebacker or something like yeah. that. Now, you don't need a quarterback or a linebacker to win, right? I mean, if you well, have theoretically let's say, no. Theoretically no. Yeah. I'm, I mean, obviously the most Because there are weeks where I, you know, I'll forget to do something and my quarterback will be on a bye week means they don't have a they don't play a game that week. So I'm screwed because I can get a quarterback, but yeah, I could still win because my running backs, my tight ends could end up winning getting What do you more mean points. you forget to do something? Well, cuz you have to keep up every week. You have to put in your players. Put them where? On the on the roster cuz I have people on my bench and I have people who are active. Okay, so people. How many players do you have? I don't know. I can look roughly. Uh, I, probably, I probably have about fifteen players. So, seven? and I probably play maybe nine of them. Does it cost? Why don't you play all fifteen? Does it cost more to play all fifteen each week? No, because you don't have that many spots. So I'll have a quarterback spot, like two tight ends, two wide receivers, uh, and then a wide receiver tight end, which I can switch out either one of those. So I have a def- defense, um, which is just all in one it's not like players from a defensive team and then a kicker so how many spots are there i don't know i think that's it i have probably about nine players is probably what i play a week okay so does does everybody have the same nine spots yes okay so you have to fill those spots with the players that you have drafted with one of your 15 yes so you're having to look ahead to see if this quarterback is playing this week or not and who they're playing, because depending on who they're playing, if they're playing a really good team, they may be passing more or running it more. And I have, you know, it all depends on the quarterback. So, what are your, what's the names of your two quarterbacks? 
Uh, I have Kaepernick and Stafford. Kaepernick and Stafford. So if Stafford isn't playing this week, then you would want Kaepernick in there. Yes. Even if he's playing a tough team because Stafford's not playing. And if Stafford is playing an easy team and Kaepernick's playing a tough team this week, you would want to put Stafford in and then Kaepernick. To get more points, yeah. Now, what are the the points? How? Uh, I use the default on there, so I don't know. I don't know how it's – how many pass yards you get, you know, if you're running, there's more, you get more points for a quarterback running than passing. Uh, you lose points for interceptions okay. and lost yardage. So like, let's say every 10 yards he runs is worth a point or every uh, 10 yards he throws is worth two points, whatever. That's kind of how, yeah, the, how it scales like yeah. out like that. Very rarely quarterbacks make touchdowns, but they do sometimes. So there's more points. So, so if they actually run in a touchdown, you get the points for them running plus, plus a points, bonus for yeah, them actually uh, doing a touchdown doing, making the touchdown. So what would a linebacker, how many yards we don't play uh, or what would you a, know, like someone a like a center or something like or that, something. a running back, they get on cat, catches, touchdowns, runs, how far they ran. Okay. So how do you translate this to actually work with a fantasy slut league? See, that's how I don't understand. Cause you'd have to have a team. So I'd have to pick, you know, Janet share, Blah, blah, blah. And right. you, you can't have the same girls. Right. So I don't know how many you'd have on a roster. I doubt in Fantasy Slut League, you probably don't bench them. Oh, she's sick this week. She has herpes, so I'm going to bench her for this week. But once she gets her shot, she'll be cleared. Right. So there's probably no bench on Fantasy Slut League, but you would have to figure out a point system. And if I have so-and-so, then you can't have that same player. But the point system could be very low. Like It could be like one point for kissing, two points for a hand job, three for a blow job, four for... Whatever. Yeah. I mean, we get to maybe 10 points is all the way or something like that, yeah, actually. 10 points is anal. Well, here's the tough thing. I have heard that there are a lot more girls in high school who do anal because it's not you can't get pregnant <laughs> it's and it's sex. not sex. And a lot of them think that uh, you can't get AIDS. I don't know why they think that, but I've heard that, that they think that you well, can't kids get Kids are dumb. Kids are dumb. Uh, intercourse might, you'd, I mean, we'd have to figure that out, but intercourse might actually be worth more points than anal. And would you get more for not using a condom? I don't know. I mean, in, there's a little bit more of a risk do you there. Get, do you so. get more in the NFL for not wearing a helmet or something like that? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, no, but you have to wear a helmet. But I don't know. It seems like you'd be able to get score more points if your girl goes rides bareback. Hmm. So you pick a girl or you pick several girls and then – I mean, but see, there'd have to be a draft board. So you like know all the sluts on, on campus. Like these are our high school sluts. Let's say it's all the cheerleaders. So you have all their names on a board. So the guys sit around and say, okay, so I'll take so-and-so, pull that off the board. The next person gets to go for the draft. You have Stafford and Kaepernick. Is one of them a better quarterback? Kaepernick probably is. So does he, gets, Kaepernick... he, he would get more points because he's known for running more. But but like if, Brady would be the number one quarterback, I think, right now. Okay, so if 10 Kaepernick yards were worth one point, would 20 Brady yards be worth one point? Or would no, it still be it would still be it's 10 worth one point? Because if on your roster you picked the nerdiest girl in the school, wouldn't she be worth more if someone scored with her? But see, I think that would go more towards the guy. Like that would be a slut league on the guy's side, like, because the guy would score points for getting the, you know, the the dorky girl. I don't think he would really pick up the girl but who the wouldn't chance, get any action. The chance he, of the churchgoer, 
the whatever the I don't know the mo- the prudish girl in the school the chances of her doing anything seems like it would be rewarded with higher points than obviously if you've got a slut. Well, maybe you should have an offense and a defense. So let's say, yeah, you have your offense, which is your cheerleaders. Your defense is a guy. You get to pick a guy, and different girls can be rated on a different scale. So, you know, your slutty cheerleader is one point. Your average girl, two points. The nerdy girl, you know, three points. And you have your dyke that everyone thinks is the butch dyke, five points. Oh, if you flip, if you flip the lesbian, <laughs> you score big. You, you, you get more, right? But that uh, seems like that'd be a guy, not necessarily a girl. Because who would pick, you know, the prude girl? Would you pick the prude girl for your fantasy league? But you could pick I mean, a guy overall, to try to do that, which would be like your defense in fantasy football. The overall point of this in a movie would be you trying to get laid more and trying to get your buddies laid more. That's, I mean, that would be the ultimate But the harder objective. points to get where it would be the, the girls. Like the guys, you know, I, it's easy for a guy to go off and get laid by some girl who's low self-esteem, da-da-da, you know. I, th- I think the girls would be harder because you don't know what they're going to do. The guys, you know what they're trying to do. You mean having yeah, the play, the girls players, players you're, they're is always, a harder game than having male players? Yes. Yeah, okay. Because if you have John and you get a point every time John kisses a girl, then John just finds the easiest girls and kisses each girl and exactly. he get, and he get, keeps getting points. But you can't get points yourself, so you have to try and get John in situations where he can kiss girls. So you're always setting your friends up. You're always trying to make plays so your friends get laid. So you want John to hit up Sally, the cheerleader, who's also on your fantasy football league, to right. uh, hook up? You're always trying to make it happen for John no matter what. Now, now once that play is done... So they hook up. Are they done? I don't know. In football, once you play, once the Cowboys play the Steelers or whoever, can they play again? Uh, sometimes they do. So, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, is there, because suddenly their boyfriend, girlfriend, am I getting points every time they you do it during be, lunch? Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to count kisses. So there would have to be like, you can only score a point on a kiss every 24 hours. Yeah, or but if you, you know, these two hook up, you, you get, you know, Johnny and so and so to hook up, and now they're starting a date. So do you get a point every Friday, Saturday night, and lunchtime during school hours when they, they're hooking up? Wait a minute. So let's say you had a nerd who was dating another nerd, and he was like, and this is the strategy for fantasy football, he was a lock because he was going to get kissed every day. So you were going to score a point every day. He wasn't going to get laid. He wasn't going to make it past that. But you were going to score a point every day where somebody else had a jock who ne- not necessarily was going to – kiss every day because he wasn't dating regularly, but stood a better chance of getting a blowjob on a Friday night, which could be worth three points. So your nerd could would score seven points because he got kissed every day, could beat the jock, right? I guess so, yeah. That would, I mean, this would be how you would try and break your team down. Now, if the girls were your players, then uh, why is that harder? You're still trying to hook your buddies up but now you're trying to hook your buddies up with specific girls, which is kind of funnier because let's say you have an ugly girl on your roster. Like I, I got stuck with just fucking five ugly chicks. So I am desperately trying to set these girls up with my buddies who are just like, I don't want to fuck her. I don't want to fuck I don't want nothing to do with her. What are you, why are you trying to dish off your ganky ass chicks on me? And then if someone's got a hot chick, then everybody is like has no problem trying to get with her i don't why is it harder if it's girls if girls are your team players 
Well, because I think it's, it, I think it'd be harder to get girls to do things. Guys are all for it. Sure, I'll take a blowjob. The girls are like, well, I don't know if I want to give you a blowjob. I think guys sexually be easier. Now, what if it's flipped? What if it's girls playing on the league or girls picking the, the players? They see, that would be interesting, trying to see how far they can go with the guys. So would girls pick And it could be a thing with the guys. What if, gr- what if it's like, you know, instead of actually maybe a sex act, but, you know, have uh, Roy over there, you know, since uh, him masturbating or get him to do sexual things on video because that's weirder, not necessarily, I don't know. If the girls were doing it to get these guys to manipulate the guys to do things so, as their game. Okay, so girls would pick male players, and then it would be the freakiest shit they could get those male players to do. They would score points on, yeah. and they would videotape it and post it or whatever, or share it, or it would make its way around. Snapchat it. Snapchat it, whatever. So if you could get, like, if you could get a guy to shove a dildo in his ass, you scored, like, nine points or something <laughs> crazy like that. Now, does it become worth more if you get the jock to shove a dildo in his ass or the nerd? What about the nerd shoving the dildo in the jock's ass? Oh, if you can get <laughs> if you can get two of your players together, well, that goes the other way too. Like if you get two of your players together, do you score more? So if you have a chick on your roster and uh, you get a point for a kiss, and you have another girl on your roster and they kiss each other. Now is the points multiplied? It seems like because they both get a point for a kiss, right? Well, you so would get double. one point each, so that's two. They're both on your roster. But is it multiplied because you got your team, you got your your players together? So then is it like worth four? Do I don't know because it? do those players know they're on your team? So how? Because you probably shouldn't let them know you're out there on the team. Let's Let's think back to being in high school. If I was in high school, I was trying to get more action, and I assembled a fantasy sex league where the girls picked the players and made myself one of the players, then I would be putting the women, the girls in a position to try and play me. So I would be setting myself up for something guaranteed because then the girls are trying to win points. But it depends on what their point system is because is it sticking to something in dildo in some jock's ass well, no, or your if, own ass? If I'm, creating, if it's, if if it's I'm trying a, to get laid more, obviously that isn't it. But is that what the girls are after? Do the girls for their sexual league? Is it like, well, I want to hook you up with you know the the Dyke Butch girl, and well, I get points that way. There has to be something worth winning. Like in your case, you're winning money, right? Yeah. The fantasy football. Yeah, it's not much, but yeah. It's, what does it cost to join? It's ten bucks a person. And we have eight teams, so overall you win eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. Well, actually, win seventy because ten of it's yours. Okay. So I don't, that wouldn't be. Uh, the stakes would have to be something else for the girls. It would have to be have to be something that is more coveted. So, what are the girls in it for? The girls are in it to date the cutest boys in school. So, is that the trophy at the end? If you can, I don't know. Yeah, what? <laughs> what we have? I don't know how to run this. I wish I could just get a hold of the kids at Petamont High School and be like, <laughs> "How?" Well, I'm sure they listen how to this show. This so, work? if you listen to us, please text us. I read mostly I I read people's comments like to news stories. That was where I learned the most about how things work. Do they put any names on there at all? No. Because they're all under 18. But they've been doing it for like four years at the school. Are they still doing it? No. Well, they say they're not. But See, course, I was just curious. So I'm like, hmm, wonder if we start doing it and hire him as a consultant. 
That would require money. It would require money, but how much? I mean, what, if he's a college student right now, I'm consulting you for something you did in high school. I'd pay you a hundred bucks a month. Okay. That's a lot of ramen. Yeah. And we don't even need, I mean, just actually need someone who is part of it, but I don't know. I mean, how could they have it that polished out? I don't think they really did. Well, they probably didn't. I mean, it was just sort of a, I mean, if we can't figure it out, right. And we're pretty educated. It was just, it was, I think just sort of a joke thing of like, Hey, you nailed Sally, you get four points. Like when we talk about when we're driving down the street and you know, you hit an old person worth 10 (laughs) points. Death race. There's no real structure to that. We just sort of joke about it. And how long does the league go for? I mean, is it the nine month or is it a, a shorter league? Oh, is it uh, for a semester or for yeah. an entire school year? I don't know. That's really, that's getting too difficult now. And what's the Super Bowl? How do you how do you go head to head at the end um, to find out who the real winner is? I don't. I, I see. I don't think that girls like for guys. The goal is obvious to get the most points. And the, the guy with the most conquests obviously is the stud and is happy. And the guy who scored the most points is the stud is the happy, which makes me, is this a game that's played by nerds? Like to make school fun, they pick jocks unknowingly, but then they, the nerds wouldn't be trying to make plays to get the jocks laid. No. So is it a game of jocks where they pick nerds and then try and get nerds laid? And then it becomes funny to see if you can hook the captain of the cheerleading squad up with the captain of the computer club and get something to happen. And then you score points. Maybe that's the way that it works. Because then it's funny. Like like Revenge of the Nerds? I don't know. Did they do that? No, not like that. But was it, was, it, it was the cheerleader end up with, uh, with David Carradine's character. Not David yeah. It was uh, yeah. the ER guy. So if you're just a blockhead jock and uh, women are your playthings, you could care less about them. And you try setting them up with the dorkiest kids in the school who are on your team because then you can score the most points. And that would put you in the best position, right? So you're the quarterback. The uh, cheerleaders, you know, want to please you. They want to make you happy because you're the most popular guy in the school. So you ask them to go out on a date with the dork. They don't really want to do it, but they'll do it because, you know, Johnny asked me. Yeah. Johnny asked me to go out with him, so I, I said okay. So then the jocks are just doing it totally to humiliate girls and to get points. Meanwhile, the nerds are scoring. Hmm. There could be money on the line for the jocks. They would do it for that reason. So then if you were a nerd and you found out about this, you would want to try and get yourself onto. You would want to be on the quarterbacks team. That would be. You would be trying to make plays to get on a better team, right? <laughs> See if I get drafted to a better team, right? Because if the quarterback asks someone mm. to do something, they're going to do it. But if the fucking towel boy, you know, as is part of the team and he has someone to do something, they're not going to, the girl's not going to do it. She's just, whatever. You're just a towel boy. Yeah, it'd be hard to structure. And then what if the cheerleaders picked the dorkiest kids in the school, then used their power over the other girls in the school? Oh, the popular girl asked me to go out on a date with such and such, or just, just orchestrated it that way. We're just like, Hey, did you know Timmy likes you? like passing notes and stuff and then and uh, playing matchmaker to get the nerds laid and to score points that way. And it would just be like an evil little game they play. Mm. I don't know, man. There's something here. 
There is. You There's something it. really cool here that's funny. How it's scored, what you win. That is just so degrading to women and just funny. There's something here. <laughs> but it, like reverse also because it would be degrading to men. Yeah, I don't because if, if you have the, you know, the the cheerleaders doing it, I think there's something there. Mm-hmm. Got to figure out how the fantasy slut league is played. Absolutely. So if anybody has any information, I would <laughs> like to be a consultant. Visit us at getconvinced.com. Um, so what else? Anything else? Treadmills. That's something else people buy and never use. I have a treadmill. Yeah. They don't use it. Exactly. Every time I decide that I'm going to take it and put it back in storage, the wife gets on it. I don't even say anything to her. I'm just like, mm, I think I'm going to take that thing out of the house. A week later, I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I decided to use the treadmill. Fuck. <laughs> the hell? Sticks around. We have a uh, recumbent bike that I used to use on occasion, but I get home at fucking 8 o'clock at night now. I don't do anything. Like, whatever exercise I do, I, I climb 12 flights of steps every day when I get to work. I don't take the elevator. I climb up them. Laptop around my back, cups in my hand. There's my exercise for the day. And then usually when I go to lunch, I walk the, or I, t- I climb the uh, 15 flights down. We don't have a 13th floor, so you got to skip of that. Of course not. We're on the 16th. And then if, uh, depending on what I do for lunch, I may walk uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, and that's the extent of my exercise. I fucking, I, I eat fairly healthy now. Well, it's because you have a Subway gift card. <laughs> I have a few gift cards. I've never done that during lunch, though. Uh, but I'll have like grilled chicken or I'll have like chicken salads. Doesn't seem to be making a goddamn bit of difference. <laughs> like, I'm just still fat. I don't know. And this makes no fucking difference. Mm. So, but at eight o'clock, I get home. I ain't doing shit. I ain't getting on no fucking treadmill. Nope. I want to eat dinner, watch some TV, go to bed. Anyway, what else do people not use? Hmm. Uh,. I don't know. I'm trying to think whatever on my house that, I, that I've bought that I haven't used. After 40, your penis. <laughs> That's true. Um, around the house that I don't use, there's a lot of shit that I don't use. I yeah, don't but you, you, know, you buy it like, ah, oh, I got to have it. I don't uh, use these picture frames. They just sit on the wall. That's <laughs> <laughs> all they ever do. I bought I one of the my... electronic ones that I've I, I used twice, I think. My electronic ones were plugged in for years. Yeah, we just don't. They finally died. You got a lot of shit that you don't use. I do. I agree. Yeah, you buy. You got a lot of fucking toys and shit you don't use. I do. So if anyone needs anything, just ask. I got it. <laughs> Bunch of crap. All right, man. So I'm Vince Roca. I'm uh, Michael Hutchinson. And uh, for more on the show, visit getconvinced.com.